Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, like music news. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Steve, are you familiar? Well, first, let me ask you this. If I said to you, who is the most streamed female group on Spotify? Who would you think? Female group, group. is difficult. Um, goodness gracious. Why am I having... I feel like a lot of individual female artists come to my mind right now, right. but not a lot of groups. The chicks. Not bad. No. It's Blackpink. They are taking over the music scene. Wow. They, um, according to a report by Guinness World Records yesterday, their songs have 8,880,030,049 individual streams. That's insane. Oh, boy. A lot of people making a lot of money out there. Not a lot. A few people are making a lot of money yes. out there. But by a lot, we mean just a, a ton. They were, um, so four years ago, they became the first K-pop girl group to play Coachella. And the festival announced in 2023 that they would be returning to headline the uh, the event, making them the first Asian act to do so. Uh, they're headlining in April. But, I mean, the, uh, my... My knowledge of Blackpink is our bumper music. You know, I've heard a few songs. Yeah. But all the records, they say, are the result of their fans. Um, K-pop, so big. Yeah. Well, you know why? It's, I guess you kind of tap into the global element of it. Right. You know, it's just. Well, and, and they are seriously trained i feel like bts i feel like i saw some kind of maybe it was a cbs sunday morning or something about bts and and then just k-pop bands in general and like they go through some really intense dance training charisma it's all about fashion and they go to like boot camps to see who's going to make it. Kind of like, you know, an American Idol type of thing. Hmm, right. And they're just 
so good. That's who should be doing the Super Bowl one year. Oh, that's BTS cool. or Blackpink. That's a that's a cool thought. Yeah, I think that would be amazing. Oh, and you know what? To the NFL's strategic purposes, that would get a whole new audience. <gasps> good point. You got the BTSians or the Black. Pinkians who would be like, I gotta watch the Black Pinkians. I want to know what's behind the name. That's what I want to know. Black Pink. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like they couldn't decide on a color. Right. They're like, oh, I like black. I like pink. All right, Black Pink. It is. Um. Okay. So, Madonna. Let's talk about Madonna for a second. <laughs> this story isn't it's, real. It is. No, it really is. <sighs> um. In fact, Mike is working on grabbing some audio, but um. Apparently, Madonna is only interested in work and business partnerships that are literally written in the stars. Uh, This is according to Ryan Murphy. So he revealed that he once lied to her about um, he once lied to her about his astrological sign during a job interview because he was warned in advance that she doesn't work with Scorpios. Wasn't it like on the elevator ride up that they're like, oh, and by the way. What's your sign? When were you born? And yes. they find out, oops, you're a Scorpio because he was like November 3rd or whatever. Right. And then they were like, yeah, you got to change it. And then he goes through this whole, I mean, it just felt like fake news when I was reading. I thought this can't be a real story because then they go through the whole interview. He's talking with Madonna. They're having a good time. Yeah. And then, the, and then he's probably sitting there in his chair, Donna, thinking the whole time, is she going to ask? Right. Is she going to ask? Yeah. And then it comes up like the last question. Right. So what had happened was he had been, Ryan Murphy had been reached out to by this entertainment founder, Tom Rosenberg, and it required him to conduct a series of interviews with Madonna for a film. So again, like you said, they were on the elevator ride and he says, oh, by the way, I forgot to ask you, when is your birthday? And Ryan Murphy said... Um, and he said this in a podcast, he's like, Oh, November 9th. And he's like, are you a Scorpio? You're not a Scorpio. Right. And he's like, yes, I am. And so not anymore. Yeah. He goes, you can't tell her that. Do not tell her that because she won't hire you. And so he was like, what, what are you talking about? And he said, just don't say you're a Scorpio. And then ding, (laughs) you know, they're off the elevator. (laughs) That's right. And then Mr. Murphy right this way. So he said he met her. She was lovely. And then when they were wrapping it up, she's like, oh, by the way, when were you born? And he gave her his mother's birthday, September 3rd. And she said, oh, okay, Virgo. Okay. And then by the time he got back on the elevator and down to the lobby, he was already got word that he was hired. And he never understood what that was about. He said he can't say enough good things about Madonna. Um, But somebody else was talking about it. Am I pronouncing musician David Guetta? Guetta? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Guetta. Okay. He uh, also lost a job producing for her because they had this really great lunch. And then at the end of the lunch, she was like, okay, great. Um, uh, what's, your, what's your sign or, you know, when's your birthday? And then he told her she made a face. And she said, I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to work together. It was a pleasure to know you. Goodbye. (laughs) Wow. So she must have had some bad experiences, or maybe she has someone who reads her 
you know, her stars or whatever. Hmm. So, um, me, Donna, your your thoughts? I want to know. Um, you know, on every, working with people based on their sign. Everyone's got their thing. You know? Yeah, but this is an interesting thing. It's not my thing, so I can't speak to it. But if you are, do you even know your sign? I only do because I looked it up this morning. Because what I, as I read the story, I thought, I bet you this means then I've got to be. What is she not like? A Scorpio. Scorpio. So you're November, and November 9th is Scorpio. I don't know I where am the Sagittarius, ah. and I again only know this because I looked it up this morning. That's interesting, Mike. Do you know your sign? Scorpio. Yep, I'm not working with her. <laughs> but you know, may I say this? Sure. Just to spin the argument. I mean, it feels like a very Madonna y kind of story. It just feels like this is kind of made up. But so, in essence, one could argue that she is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A witch? No, no. <laughs> Donna! What? No, that she is, oh, there's a word, a verb that I cannot think of right now, but she is basing whether or not she can hire you based on when you were born. Like a something entirely mysticism? out of your control. No, 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 no. What's the uh, what would the what would, like if we were in speech and debate class, we would argue this in a different way, saying she is. Oh gosh, if you don't hire somebody based on uh, their gender, the color of their skin, something. What what would the word be? You are Pro, uh, not profiling. You are being uh, discriminatory. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Is she discriminating based on when people were born? Yeah. That's what I would throw mm-hmm. out as a speech and debate professor. Absolutely. She definitely is. This isn't the first time we've heard of this. You remember end of last year, J-Lo walked into a room with all of these dancers for this uh, tour coming up. And she says, by the way, show of hands, who are Virgos in here? They all raised their hands. And they, they all raised And they were hands. all, not all of them, but the ones <laughs> that raised their hands, they were dismissed. They're like, okay, you're not getting it. All right. That is discriminatory. Because wow. now you're hiring, you're, you're not considering me based on something I have no control over. Mm-hmm. Right, Steve. You're... Especially if you also have the skills to pay the bills. And to, to say that someone, to make a decision about someone based on when they were born. Yeah. Um, I get it. Everybody believes different things, and I do not believe in that. And I think, wow, that's, a, that's an interesting choice to make without yeah. talking to the person. Right. You know? Uh, you know how I look at it is... It's fun. It's fun to read your horoscope. It's it's silly. It's just goofy fun. I I re- no, we don't have the time. I remember I was when I was out shooting uh, uh, Ring Nation back in the fall. The 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 makeup uh, and wardrobe folks they were so great, and they just one day we we're chatting. And they're like, "What's your sign?" And I said, "I I don't know." And they were like, w-. "I mean, their heads almost fell off of their." L.A. bodies just like boom down it's on like the floor. It's like not knowing your blood type. Yeah, exactly. You know? I'm O positive, baby. Me too, baby. All right, All Mike. Right. A minus. That is not a thing. I think. There's no <laughs> A minus. Yeah, there is, isn't there? No. Well, I guess there's positive. Well, it's called negative, a maybe. negative. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Or, or oh. is it an A? a-, a-, a- <laughs> you get a B minus for that. Yeah, Madonna's not working with us three for a whole bunch of other reasons. Exactly. She didn't care when we were born. Anyway, right. hey, there's a really cool invention uh, that could prevent some serious injury to certain people on the road. I think it's brilliant. Uh, I think you probably will, too. Tell you about it when we come right back on My Talk. Thanks for coming back with us. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Big Z. 
Zamboni in the house. Hey. Um, This is kind of cool. Anybody here ride a motorcycle? I used to. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. When I was like uh, in college, I, yeah, there was a time in my life where I rode a motorcycle, a Harley Davidson, and had a shaved head and a full beard. You did not ride a Harley Davidson, you liar. You're like a Honda guy. I am now. I mean, we have a, we have a Honda in the garage, but no, I, I, I rode a Harley Davidson. My dad was really into Harleys. He started drag racing, and uh, and he said, if you guys want to learn, and he had a good relationship down at a local Harley dealer, so I was on a Harley Sportster, which could get to about, you know, in a quarter mile on the drag strip, Donna, I could only get her up to about 97 miles per hour if all went oh. well, but if you had told me at the end of that quarter mile, hey, dude, you just broke the sound barrier, I would have believed you. Because you just felt like you were going so fast. It was awesome. And yeah, shaved head, beard, wearing leathers. There was a whole different side of Stevie Boy. Wow. You never asked me about my past. I know. I'm so rude. Well, you know, and I, when I was a kid, I got into an accident riding a moped. I was only 13. Mm. I was on the back of a moped. My friend Jill was driving and uh, got hit by a police car, ended up. Uh, weirdly, uh, ended up in the hospital for three months on my back oh in traction. And then in a cast wow. for another two. Uh, from my groin down to my toes, the tip of my toes, and then Ooh. rehab and all that. So it, uh, this story caught my eye because every year there are hundreds of thousands of motorcycle accidents. Uh, many fatalities. And you know, you're, you've got no protection around you. You've got the helmet. Maybe you're wearing your leather chaps or whatever. But this company has just created motorcycle airbag jeans. And there's a, a little bit of audio. It's a five-minute video, but here's a little bit of it to give you the gist. Every year, there are hundreds of thousands of motorcycle injuries. Broken legs, broken ribs, and very often, broken hips. For the last 17 years, our mission has been to reduce the risk of injury in the event of a crash. And as of today, we have finally succeeded. Introducing airbag clothes. The world's first airbag jeans and full body airbag protection. Simply connect the clothes to the bike using our mechanical trigger belt and the airbag will do the rest. Before activation, the airbag is completely invisible. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But deploys within milliseconds of being triggered. Milliseconds. And can be easily reused by simply reloading a CO2 cartridge. Okay, so you get the idea, right? So... They're, Genius. They're gonna re- that will reduce the risk of lower body injuries in the event of a of a crash. The cool part you heard was uh, it's reusable. Feels like re- regular clothes um, before inflation, of course. Uh, materials that are stronger and lighter than steel, they say. So there are jeans. There's a vest. Yeah, yeah. The vest I think is really great too because then you're getting into you know, ribs, and that's where your lungs are, your heart is, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, your liver, yeah. And it it takes 80 pounds of force for it to be activated, for you to detach from the little cabling system there. So think like when you, you know, when you connect yourself to a treadmill, so that if you lose it, it turns the treadmill off. It's kind of like that activation style. Right. Um, But what's amazing is just that with the 80 pounds of force, that way it will only inflate in an accident, not if you're standing up on your bike or doing a wheelie or something like that. But I saw this and thought, and I bet it would be uncomfortable to wear, but newsflash, so are leathers, right? That's why a lot of people don't wear them. So is a helmet. That's why a lot of people don't wear them. But I think that this is a really genius thing, and it looks like it could also dramatically cut down on a less significant injury, though still painful, which is road rash, which is where all your garments are tearing off and it's tearing into your skin. It's a real. It's the kind of thing I feel like this is destined for Shark Tank, and I say this as a guy who used to ride the hog. But it's just feels like how did we not? How did nobody ever think of this before? This this seems genius to me. It seems genius. Yeah, it seems like why didn't anyone think of this before? Or maybe they just couldn't get it off the ground. Maybe that's completely. It. I've also thought sometimes, and this is also not sustainable, but you know how many people um, are injured or killed in auto accidents. And I've thought, what if we just had like, if we were like rally cars where we had like a metal cage around the car so hmm. that it just dented the metal and it would be terribly inefficient with gas. Well, and how do you get out though? You'd have a thing that could open there. Like there could be a steel cage on the door, but you could still have a lever that accesses the door to open and close. Okay, okay. What am I doing telling you this? Hey, Hi, sharks. sharks. <laughs> I'm Steve. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. There, there, I bet there's a lot of things in the works that just aren't perfected yet and ready, you know, for the market. Tell you what else is not perfected. A solution for snoring. Maybe you should put a tennis ball in your... PJs? Have you ever heard of this? I have heard of this. I don't... You put it, like, in the back of your... Like, your waistband? I have heard of this, but I don't remember exactly how So maybe works. minimize roll to keep you from rolling on to a snoring sort of a side. There was a survey, 56% of people said that they snore or they have a partner who does. And they went through all of these... What are the tricks that you've tried? Uh, the, buying anti-snore pillows, using extra pillows, drinking more water, nasal strips, nasal sprays, saline rinses and sprays, decongestants, taking a hot shower before bed, and using a mouth guard. Others included avoiding alcohol before bed, avoiding alcohol completely, drinking alcohol before bed, <laughs> sleeping, sitting up, and sleeping backward with your head at the foot of the bed. And then some of those weirder hacks 
which uh, included tapping, uh, excuse me, taping your mouth, which of course feels like that's a horror movie. You know you shouldn't do that. Yeah, you should not do that. That's unsafe. Putting a peg, like a clothespin, on your nose also sounds dangerous. Spreading thyme oil on your feet. Your feet? The feet, they say, it's like like a conduit. It's it's like an open door to your body. That's the reflexology stuff. Putting a tennis ball in your PJs to stop you from lying on your back. No no word on how successful any of those were. Got it. All right. Well, good luck to you, my friends. And good luck to you, those of us who will be playing together next, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's the game we play at 1030 every day. We're going to play it right about now. 651-641-1071. Again, it's 651-641-1071. Call now. You can play. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment and time to play a little game. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Mighty Mike. I want to see how smart you are. Shoot, we have a new intro for you. I... Didn't know where to find it. It's all good. I get it. Uh, we are going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today, and uh, we'll see how smart both of you are. And uh, today's theme, we are getting towards the Oscars, of course. Uh, yesterday we did Oscar award-winning women. Today, it's all about supporting each other. We mm. are going to have all Oscar winners that have won supporting actor or actress. Yes. That's the theme for today. So, okay. again, sticking with the Oscar theme. And we've got Annie here to play along with us. Annie. Hi. Hi. Hey, Annie, how, how are, are you? you? Doing pretty good so far. Oh, you could be doing better if you team up with Stevie Boy. Um, as we celebrate women, I have a wife and two daughters and a mother and two grandmothers. And so, and a sister. So, I don't want well, you to think that I'm going into a blind spot here. You hear me, Annie? Um, I do, but it's kind of falling on deaf ears because I am so team Donna. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Please. You need more of a better campaign to help Donna out to take Steve down and get caught up here. I know. I'm your girl. Why is success suddenly an evil thing? You know, it's not my fault. Everybody makes me out there. I'm like the, I am truly the nemesis in this game. Correct. As you should be. Well, you know, Annie, I feel like oftentimes we end up in a tie, and that is a weak spot for me. And I think that's where you might be able to help me. Well, I don't know how good I'm at this category, but at least you've got maybe one extra vote with me. Exactly. Oh, thanks. Bye, Steve. All right. Bye now. All right. right. Annie, we're going to put you on hold as well. It's weird. For like three weeks, we didn't have one tiebreaker. And then all of a sudden, this last like two weeks has been tiebreakers every single time. So uh, it's uh, what it is. It's wild. But we'll see how this one goes again. The category today is Best Supporting Actor and Actresses. These are all Oscar award winners uh, in that category. Okay. All righty, Annie's on hold. Are you ready, Donna? Yes, I'm going to try to listen carefully. All right, sounds good. We'll start it off with this one. This A-list actor won his first Oscar as a producer in 2014 as a producer for 12 Years a Slave. He won Best Supporting Actor in 2020 for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That would be Brad Pitt. Uh, this actress, comedian, and now TV talk show host is one of the 18 EGOT winners. She won Best Supporting Actress for 1991's Ghost. Whoopi Goldberg. This actor is the only actor to play James Bond that is an Oscar winner. Oh, 
Craig. Craig. Oh, no, it's his last name. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. I'm going to say it's Daniel Craig. I don't know if that's correct. It could be Sean Connery. We're going to put, all right. uh, So you've said all that in your time allotted, so there'll be no (laughs) cheating there. That's fine. Annie, we're going to pull you up here, and uh, we'll run through all of these again. The first one, A-list actor whose uh, first Oscar was in 2014 as a producer for 12 Years a Slave. He won Best Supporting Actor in 2020 for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Donna said Brad Pitt. Are you cool with that? I'm cool with that. Next one, she said actress, comedian, and now TV talk show host, one of the 18 EGOT winners, uh, Best Supporting Actress in 1991's Ghost. She said Whoopi Goldberg. You cool with that? I'm cool with that. And finally, this actor is the only to play James Bond to win an Oscar. She you went know, with I Daniel Craig. You want to go with Sean Connery? He has any Oscars, does he? Oh, don't, oh, don't, don't. You guys can't talk. Okay. Oh, you just you just He's like a legend. You're gonna go with that. All right, sounds good. So we're gonna put uh, Annie back on hold. Sorry, I'm trying not to get yelled at. No, it's this. okay. Okay. All right, give me a minute, guys. What do you need a minute for? Give me a second here. What are you doing? Oh, oh man, right. he has to have fancy ear thingies, mm-hmm. buds. So tell you he... how fancy these are. Oh, did Only... you get this at Shark uh, at Starkey's Labs? No, I got them at Amazon Labs. <laughs> Listen, these suck. They're terrible. Only one only one works. The only way I get both headphones to work is if I put the wire in the exact right spot. I think I need a couple engineers to come out here. I'm having I'm having some problems. No, I think fine. you need to wear studio headphones, not I'm going to the gym headphones or that's, earbuds. That's fair, but I think the problem is is something else. I don't want to talk shop with you right I'm now. Donna, fine. you are my enemy. That's right. All right, Steve. Uh, you know the category. It's Best Supporting Actor and Actresses. So are you ready? These are all people who have won awards for Best Supporting Actor or Actress. Ready to go? I'm ready. All right. This A-list actor won his first Oscar in 2014 as a producer for 12 Years a Slave. He won Best Supporting Actor in 2020 for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Pass. Uh, this actress, comedian, and now TV talk show host is one of the 18 EGOT winners. She won Best Jennifer Hudson. She won Best Supporting Actress in 1991's Ghost. This actor is the only to play James Bond and win an Oscar. Whoopi Goldberg, James Bond, and win an Oscar. Pierce Brosnan? No, no, no. Like- Sean Connery. Go to the first one. A-list actor, won first Oscar as a producer for 12 Years a Slave in 2014, won Best Supporting Actor in 2020 for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Brad Time Pitt. is up. We can go to the to the replay. It's fine. No, no, no. The buzzer started before he said Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. What's the ruling on that? Is now, the last time we You're did this, you made the rule that as, she long, as, she, until as long as she was saying it during it, because I remember pitching a fit about this. Okay. I, I do. Re- I do. To... I do recall that being it. That because I was like, the buzzer sounded. She can't issue it now. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's so. see how these answers were. Does this even it's... matter? It was. Uh, yeah. We're going to go through these right now. First one. Uh, you got it in there with the buzzer sounding. It is indeed Brad Pitt. Wow. Nicely done. You cool with that, Donna? Because I, sure. I don't. I don't. I don't care. I think last time you, it was a situation where you were answering. He got it as in. the buzzer didn't end. It's and fine. yeah. Um, okay, we'll uh, we'll have to make that official at some point. Uh, this uh, third one, this actor is the only to play James Bond to win an Oscar. You originally said Daniel Craig. Donna, you originally said... 
Daniel Craig. Oh, you said Daniel Craig. I went Pierce well. Brosnan. Sorry, you and then Pierce I went, Brosnan. oh, God, is That's it Sean right. Connery? And then yeah. uh, and Annie helped. Annie came in and said she's going with Sean Connery, the same thing that Steve went with. And it is indeed Sean Connery. 1987, yeah. The Untouchables is where oh, he won yeah. the Best Supporting Actor for him. And uh, finally, that second one, it was indeed Whoopi Goldberg. So we've got ourselves another tie. <laughs> I was just telling Donna this when you uh, went away, Steve. We, for like two weeks, had no ties. And all of a sudden, it seems like every single day we're tied. It's always a tie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then it always goes to a very scary tiebreaker. Annie, are you there? I'm here. Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm okay. Are you okay, Annie? Okay, cool. We are going (laughs) to uh, do our tiebreaker. I'm going to uh, play a song. You need to tell me who's singing this song. Okay. Okay. And just be mindful of what the category was. Here, oh, by the way, your name is your buzzer. Okay. Yell your name when you're confident. Here we go. I came in first, right? Steve by a hair. Jennifer Hudson. Dream Girls. From Dream Girls, supporting actress. Jennifer Hudson. Ooh. Oh, Annie. Yeah. Well, I'm on Team Donna, and I'm going to do some campaigning. <laughs> so I believe that I'll be calling back in, and I'll get all my other girlfriends to call in, too. Thank you, Annie. <laughs> Nothing all against right. you, Steve. You're great, it, too. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my likability goes down, I believe, significantly it's during not, this game. It has nothing to do with that. There's more women listening to the station, and they are rooting for me. Because- yeah, and you're right. Everybody likes an underdog. You're Rocky Balboa. I am Drago. Mm. Uh. All right. All right. All right. Sorry, Annie. All right, Annie. Love you. Thank you. Have Thanks a great day. Yes. Bye. Uh, updated scores now: twenty-eight, Steve; nineteen, Donna. Okay. That's not bad. No. That's not bad. That's I mean, bad. Well, okay. That is bad. I need All to right. win for two weeks straight. But you have a whole year to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or the gap could continue <laughs> no. to widen. Who knows? That's what's so fun about life. Um, Steve? Yes. I would like to do this real quick. comes from Roseanne, who says, Steve, it's about time you take this job seriously and act like you're going to stay a while. Give it up and buy yourself a pair of decent headphones already. (laughs) Act like you're going to stay a while. Hey, Rosie, I've been here for five years. Yeah. I was in my mid-30s when I took this job. Mm, But does a carpenter show up to work without a hammer? No, I have a hammer. It's a bad one, though. But it still gets the nail in. Like, I'm not right now saying, what? What'd you say? Can I tell you this? The headphones at work and the headphones here, uh-huh. it has been so long since I've had two headphones work, sound in both ears, for an entire show. Oh, that's too bad. It's annoying. Yeah, I can't believe that. I bought multiple. This is why I think I'm having a little bit of a bad luck problem here with the machine situation at home, because I have multiple headphones that I have plugged in here that do not give me sound through both. I'll tell you what, Donna, and I'm sort of thinking outside the box here, but I know this is a safe space. Hmm. This could be a cool opportunity. You are much more successful and have had a tenured career, a legend in Minnesota. More people know you in Minnesota than know me. 
this could be a cool opportunity for you to say, oh, my gosh, let me show this guy what's up and sort of get him a gift and buy me headphones. That would be so awesome. <laughs> that would be so cool, Donna. If only I had the TV money that you had. Donna! Uh. Anyway, Sarah wants you to know that a Harley Sportster is a girl bike. Drop the okay, mic. now that seems like if I had said that, <laughs> that would be frowned upon. But now I'm getting hog shamed. Hmm. Yep. Don't Donna. don't try using the hog. What well, the Harley hog Owners term. Group or whatever, something like that. Hmm. I get the hog on, girl. That's what I do. I need to get my rev on. You should see me in my leathers. You know, my dad made us read a book before we were allowed to ride the bike, and then we had to take a uh, safety class. You should see me in my leathers. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me you're not really a biker without telling me you're not really a biker. Um, My dad had us read this book called Proficient Motorcycling. And he said, I want you to read it and really like understand intellectually. And then I want you to go out and take a course where you understand how to operate the machine. Donna, the opening introduction to this book that my dad has me reading as I'm supposed to be getting educated and excited about riding a motorcycle had to deal with a head on collision (gasps) of two uh, of like a biker in a car and that the man's severed head was found in his helmet. Gee, what? Stop. I can't stop. That's my truth. That's my story. Um, Good morning, everyone. Hope you're enjoying your brunch. Did you have to? You're supposed to be certified, right? You have to go take a physical road test. Yeah. To operate a motorcycle. So you did that too. I did it at the. Yeah, I read a book and took a class. Okay. What else do you want me to do? And and you took a road test, right? Yeah. I was licensed. Why are you questioning my papers? Because you you excluded that bit of information. Yeah, no, you got to do that. I think it may have even come at the end of that course, the proficient mo- or the, the the motorcycle course. I think they have you do a test there where you're weaving in and out of cones and then parking and stuff like that. Who just called, Mike? We've got some controversy brewing, and I need to bring up the replay to defend myself. So are you <laughs> okay, ready? Yes. Okay. We've we've got someone disputing. <laughs> yeah. We do okay. now, Donna. You definitely said your name louder, and I think that's what the people are referring to. But sure. here, is, oh, this is the delay. This, this is, is the, re- the delay. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is the replay confident here we go it was definitely Mm. steve definitely oh let's hear it again hold on (laughs) yeah it was pretty neck and neck and you know can i say this steve was definitely out before donna can i offer this you went first yeah yeah go ahead coming from this remote location yeah um it didn't even sound anywhere near that close here, but you guys get me like a half a second later. Hmm. That's why I can't sing along to songs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But you know what I want to tell everyone who's worried about it? I want to tell you this, and I know that more of you are going to email, and I just want you to know, here's my response. Caps lock, eat it. I don't <laughs> care. See you tomorrow, 2819. Yes! Note. When we come back. I love you, Donna. I love you too, Steve. You're like my best friend. Um, Okay, so I watched a comedy stand-up special yesterday. I'll tell you about that and whether or not I recommend it. It might be one of those Donna reviews, if you know what I mean. Oh, boy. Buckle up, everybody. And then your wife saw some stand-up recently at Mystic. Yeah, big name at Mystic. I'll tell you about that. Okay, we'll get to all of that when we come right back on my talk. Hey, friends. What's up? Stevie Boy for my pals over at the Canopy Group. They are... uh, 
doing it and doing it and doing it right. You know, I just saw I saw a Canopy Group uh, track last night. I was parked right next to one. I was like, hey, ain't this something? Who's the Canopy Group? Maybe you're new to this. You're thinking, okay, I hear you say that anymore. Wait, what do they do again? Uh, they save you money is what they do. They save you money in the world of insurance, which is, let's face it, feels like a painful part of life, right? You got to get your auto insurance. You got to get your homeowner's insurance. If you got a motorcycle, if you got a boat, it's all got to be covered. The Canopy Group can take care of all of the work for you. And they're going to save you money. So you're thinking, okay, how much do I have to pay to get in on this savings? Nothing. Just go to thecanopygroup.com. Click. There's a red button, right-hand corner. Get a quote. Click on that. Boom. The process has begun for you. They have a team of 40 specialists who have partnered up with 16 different insurance companies. Some big ones that you've heard of nationwide, travelers. Some others that you've never heard of, like Cincinnati and Westfield. But they know that some of those might be the perfect ones for you. So those insurance companies, they fight it out for your business to get you the best coverage at the best price. Thecanopygroup.com. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got Mike the Zamboni in the house. A little controversy with the College of Pop Culture knowledge, but it's all good. I love it. I love the controversy because we see the most serious, borderline angry side of our <laughs> listeners. Well, I like that they have strong opinions. They do. And then I find that I have been very warmly received by the MyTalk audience where I am least warmly received, or you might even more accurately say most coldly received, is in the aftermath of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Because when usually when people will send in an email afterward, they'll say something and then they load the comment with something like, he always gets away with this. This always happens. For, I'm like, whoa, hey, hey, hey. Oh, my God. And, hey, now. And if I can make it clear, I absolutely. want Donna to absolutely crush Steve every single day. <laughs> so like, I am doing everything like, in my power to see Donna win this yes. thing. So please don't get it uh, twisted. I'm not yeah. trying to make sure Steve wins. I, no, it's not. And let me yeah. tell you. Let me tell you what email you're not going to get right now, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Is anybody. Now, had Mike just said. I want to make sure that Steve crushes Donna every day. People would be emailing. They'd be petitioning outside of the studio. No one cares that Mike just said that about me. They don't care about Stevie Boy in this game. Where are my people? That is funny. No. All of our listeners are they're supportive for both of us. I don't think it's safe to use extreme words like all. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. All right, I uh, do you guys like Kathleen Madigan? From what I know of her, I have limited doses of her, but I feel like, did she get her start on Last Comic Standing? I don't recall. Okay. Don't ask me questions like that ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, she's got a special out on Amazon Prime, and um, she's here's the thing about her. She's super edgy and kind of like sarcastic and think female lewis black you familiar with lewis black uh yeah 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 angry guy real yes, angry but she's yeah. not angry she's got this like amazing likability to her even though she's very biting i just i really really love how she handles both things you know did we lose steve steve did we lose you Wow. Uh, I think we did, yeah. Wow. Just like I planned. (laughs) (laughs) Steve, we lost you. 
Try to sign back on. He knows. On. He's, uh, he's messing right. around with stuff. Anyway, the uh, special is called Kathleen Madigan Hunting Bigfoot. And, I mean, it's over an hour long. And I remember sitting there last night watching with my housemate. And I was like, this is a lot of material. Mm. And I almost think it's maybe a little too much because you start to get fatigued. Sure. She packed so much material in, and it's all good material, but I almost think she could leave some of it out and save it for something else, which is very funny. She talks about everything from politics, but not in a in a divisive way, okay. necessarily. Um, she talks about her family. She talks about aging. She talks about social media. She talks about Bigfoot. Um, it's just, she's very funny. If you're not familiar with her, I would, I would suggest that you, especially if you love stand up, she's one of the best to your point. Yeah. She cites Louis Black, uh, Ron White and, uh, Richard Jenny as all kind of influences in her comedy yes. and, and what she was behind. And she actually worked, uh, one of her television appearances was Louis Black's root of all evil. She well, was a performer there for that. I think they dated at some oh, point gotcha. as okay, well. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And are very good friends. They've known sense. each other for like nearly 30 years, okay. but she is like. She is the kind of person that's super friendly that you might meet in a bar. This is this is how Decider.com is explaining her. And I'm like, I that's exactly what I was thinking. Who has some zingers, very funny, but never in a in a negative way. Okay. It's always in a fun way. Got it. And there's just something about her. She's just the right mix of everything for me. And she's adorable and I love her. And it's called Kathleen Madigan Hunting Bigfoot, if you're uh, into stand-up. Nice. So, yeah. And then if once we get Steve back, um, he has a note here that his wife, Lou, saw Kevin James last week at Mystic Lake. Oh, cool. And I've seen him about three times as well. I saw him a few years ago in Atlantic City, New Jersey, with his brother, whose name is escaping me, but he's also an actor, looks just like him. Um, I didn't think he was, it was his best stuff. Gary Valentine? Yes. Is what he goes by? Okay. Yep. yep. So that's his brother, um, my husband. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> But I thought he he's one of the funniest guys, and I'm sure that Steve's wife loved it because he's also one of the cleanest uh, oh, sure. He's a clean comic, you know, but very funny. But I didn't think that one was his best. So I'd be curious to know what Lou thought of um, his performance at Mystic. I didn't even know yeah. he was coming to Mystic. I can't imagine Paul Blart just dropping a bunch of F-bombs. So right. I guess that makes sense. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I had him in studio once at another station and I just, he was just so down to earth. You just feel like you're talking to your funny neighbor, you know? So Steve is trying to get back on while we're talking here. Oh, you got to put it in access to. Hi there. A little looking behind the curtain here. Hi, everybody. Hey, Steve. Hey. Um, okay, so quickly, I know. Sorry about that little technical difficulty there. Um, yeah, Lou saw Lou saw um, uh, Kevin James last week at Mystic, and she said there were parts in the middle of that bit where she like tears streaming down her oh face. Oh my god, I love it. She just got on such a roll mid set where it was just so stinking good. <laughs> um, she did say it sort of stretched out a little bit at the end, got a little bit softer. Toward the end, As but one in, thing she was taken by was the, the moment he came out, she was just like, "Wow, people love oh, Kevin yeah. James." Standing ovation upon entry. 
Love it. Like just going crazy for him. And yeah, my brother had said that he was about as funny as a stand-up as he's seen in person. He's, He's seen him a couple times, but like the first time he saw him, he was just so, the physical comedy that he offers, it's just sort of this full package thing. And to your point, yeah, he's he's like a clean comic. He, he's great. Know, doesn't go blue. And so it's a very relatable, observational type of comic. Yes. All right. Well, on that note, we got to go now. Okay. But we're going to come back. Nice. Mike's going to have a dirt alert. Uh, and I'll tell you who beat Tom Cruise to the International Space Station.